You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. All right, all right, praise the Lord, everybody, praise the Lord. Welcome to One Christian Speak Talk Radio Network. This is Friday Night Joy. I'm your host, Reverend Ray. Amen. We're glad. We're so happy to see. Uh, this is the first Friday in February. Amen. I'm probably wrong, but anyway, hey, welcome to the broadcast, y'all. But I want to welcome. We got a couple of people that are signing on. My co-host tonight is uh, Sister Veronica Burnett. Many of you uh, may uh, she might be familiar. She's the uh, does the Better Day Days conference. She has been a host. She's been a guest on here many times. So we're excited about having her on today. We also have our sister. And I want to make sure that I'm, I'm hopefully she correct me if I miss um, um, I mess her name up. But Tarina um, Ali, Amen. With us, Amen. Daddy Minister Perfect. Tarina Ali. I did it. Oh, good. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Minister Tarina Ali with us, is with us today. Amen. And um, this is an exciting a woman of God. They have a lot of things going. I got a chance to talk to her uh, pre-broadcast and uh, a lot of things that she got going on. We're going to skip with a lot of the announcements that we normally do in the first because we're on limited time. In fact, we have another guest coming on also. Uh, Veronica, you got to help me with this. Maya. Figueroa Clock. Fig- Maya Figueroa Clock. So she'll be with us on later on, a little bit later on and everything. So we're excited about these women, these powerful women of God and the ministries that God has blessed them to do. Uh, again, I want to just say welcome, uh, uh, Minister Tarina or Tarina. God bless you. Welcome to the broadcast. We're excited about having you. And um, to my co-host, welcome, Veronica. All right. Thank you. <laughs> she will get comfortable Thank doing you. this in a little bit. God bless. Thank you. Thank you for coming. So we're going to go ahead and open up a word of prayer, and then we can go right into uh, my uh, just talking to Tarina. Amen. Bless God. Father in heaven, again, we thank you for all that you're doing in our life. God, let's, we thank you for every single listening listening that are listening to the broadcast all across the world, God, in all the different countries, in all the different formats, God. We pray that this broadcast be a blessing to them, God, that they will glean from it, God, that they will bless them, God, that it will be pour uh, uh, um, all into them, Lord Jesus, that they, it will revive them, whatever is needed, Lord Jesus. And then, as always, if there be someone they don't know you, that even through this broadcast, the word you have appreciated to speak to the people, God, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to change my life around? God, we give this broadcast to you. We thank you for the guest. We thank you for Sister Tarina, God. We thank you for Maya, God. Figaro, God. Clark, we thank you for Veronica, God. We thank you for them um, stepping forward, God, and being willing to speak the oracles and the mysteries of you and being obedient in your word, God, even in the different ministries that you have given, because they are much needed in this day and time that we live in. So we thank you in advance. We give this broadcast to you, your will, your way, all about you. In Christ Jesus' name, amen and amen. Again, you're listening to What Christmas Speak Talk Radio. This is Friday Night Joe. I'm your host, Reverend Ray. I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Minister, uh, calling you Minister again, Veronica. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica Brennett and, and, and um, Minister Terrina with us, and, and Sister Maya will be joining us in a few minutes. If you ever desire to call us to the show, we are broadcasting live. The number is 646-478-0660. Amen. You can call Call in and listen in, amen. Uh, and um, you can also leave comments if you send them to my Facebook page or when Chris speak or Gmail, amen. So with that being said, we're going to go forth and um, I'm going to ask uh, uh, Veronica, you know, just to start off with. I've already introduced Minister Tarina, amen, and we're going to start off with the questions that we have for her, amen. Sure. Good good evening, everyone. Thank you so much, Tarina, for being here. It's exciting that you're here, and I can't wait for um, everyone to hear all about all of the initiatives that you have going on. So before we go further, um, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your advocacy 
because you do a lot. <laughs> um, I Just briefly, for one, I am a lover of Jesus. Um, I love God with my entire being and my soul, and everything I do is to attempt to glorify him. And God has given me, um, what I say, a few gifts and talents, and I attempt to use them in the kingdom, in the earth. And um, I'm just obeying God in what he has for me to do. And um, he gave me the assignment, and um, his assignment has literally taken me around the world um, to encourage, in particular, women um, that they can make it through no matter how hard or how challenging trauma situations that they have. And uh, pretty much my audience that I God has graced me to speak to have been women and just to encourage the women from all walks of life that they can move from pain to purpose and to help women realize that um, it may be tough, but through Christ, through prayer, through therapy, through support, that they can make it and that situations will change for the better, but they got to do some work. Exactly. I know that's right. Um, so you, the reason I had um, jumped on having you on was because you had done a Facebook Live one day about three weeks ago, and I know you talk about emotions and how important it is to tap into it and identify it, but tell the listeners um, a little bit why you talk about it and why it's important to um, address your emotions and what it can do if you don't um, talk about emotions and address them. Well, I definitely say I am the poster child, what I think, for all things emotions. And a lot of times um, growing up in, in houses, many people aren't taught how to manage their emotions. If I could look back and say, um, did my mom or my parents ever sit me down and say, okay, this is how you manage your emotions, I would say no. And so through some experiences that I've had in life, um, I've experienced a lot of trauma, um, just a lot of painful situations. It hasn't been all bad. And so I had difficulties managing my emotions. I was very aloof, and I spent a lot of time alone because the trust was broken um, early on in my life. And so just growing up and hearing the voice of God instructing He's instructing me what to go to college for, honestly, because I've been a servant all my life uh, since the age of, what I say, 16, where I've been ushering and I've always served. I work with Special Olympics, just so many different things where I've always served. And so just seeing how people didn't have the ability to manage their emotions or they would stuff their emotions or they'll have sex to their emotions or they'll drink and drug to their emotions, and I found out that this happens in the world and in the body of Christ. And so I'm committed to helping people understand that you must not suppress your emotions. And I have this wonderful Facebook group of women are interested in joining. It's called Heart Sessions, where it's called Healing Emotions and Real Talk. Because in order to really heal emotionally, you can't sugarcoat it. You have to say what it is. And you must call a thing a thing. And you have to be very, very, very honest with yourself where you are. And some people, you know, really can't identify their emotions. And so I'm a clinician by profession. And so I focus on mental health, of course, um, emotional wellness. And so, but through Christ, I believe that he definitely can sustain you. And if you get the natural support and the spiritual support, I think that's a wonderful combination to have, and that's what I literally talk to people, women around the world, about healing emotions because emotions don't discriminate. Um, they're not black. They're not white. Um, they're neutral, and so everyone can relate to emotions and feelings. Absolutely. Um, you you touched on something about um, we don't tap into our emotions and we don't address them. Can you tell us why people shy away from talking about their emotions and how can we end the stigma associated with getting professional help? Because, you know, in, in our community, um, it's, it's getting better, but not where it needs to be, where people are, are not afraid to stay or to even seek out professional help. And I mean by a therapist or a counselor or whomever, um, we, we just don't do it. So can you speak on that, please? And I think a uh, great point you made, 
that things are changing. I could see definitely from when I started um, in the field some years ago, um, historically it was non-black people who ascribed to the philosophies of therapy. Um, and then when we hear words like crazy and all those things we heard in our community, in African-American communities, of course it stared people away from going to seek some help. But things have evolved and things have changed. But I think a lot of us have not been taught how to deal with the emotions. If you think, let's say, for example, of a little child falls, in particular a boy, you can bust your head open to the white meat, and the first thing they tell you, you know, a lot of times is don't cry. Where if God gave us tears, don't you think that, you know, we should use them? And so it's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with showing our emotions. It's nothing wrong with being vulnerable. Um, but a lot of people, because they don't have the skill set to be able to do it, they'll put up uh, barriers around their heart. And what you see a lot of time is um, you may see anger. You may see a person being very closed off. Um, But those are emotions just as well. But we have to ask God to lead and guide us to be okay with sharing our heart. And we have to be around people who we feel safe around um, Mm. to be able to share. And I think therapy is is a, a good venue for that. But I also realize everybody is not going to go to therapy. Um, everybody mm-hmm. does can't afford it, and everybody is not going to ascribe to it. But that does not mean that people still don't need help. And I think this is where the church and houses of faith must come into play. Because many pastors, many ministers, they sit and people come bring their wounds to the pastors. They talk about, you know, divorce. They talk about sexual abuse. You know, the church it's a lot of that, but how can we support the people to manage mm-hmm. through that? You know, people even leave church because their feelings got hurt or, you know, say somebody says something out of the way. So we definitely, as a kingdom, must equip people to be able to handle their mo- And I think training and education um, is the way to do it. And the Bible speaks about emotions. Um, and so if we fuse those two together, I think we're doing the work of the Lord. Amen. 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 Um, my question is, I don't want to get ahead of um, Tarina, but one of the things I have in, in the notes here is tell us about the mm-hmm. uh, the, the STARS program. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you asked. This program actually was birthed. I applied for a uh, presidential leaders program actually two times, former President Bush and Clinton, and but I didn't get in it. So we had to develop a project for that. And I believe God gave me this, and it stands for Sexual Trauma and Restorative Services. And honestly, at that time, because I'm an avid writer, I was just, you know, filling out the application. I had no idea God was going to use that program and um, it did, and so I launched the program just this November 2018, and God says do it in Nigeria. And I and I had gone there before um, the year prior, too, for another leadership program, but God opened the door, and I knew it was the hand of God because I don't live in Nigeria. I'm from the Washington, D.C. area. But for God to make those connections, and sexual assault, unfortunately, is just horrific around the world, but in Nigeria, it's ten times as worse because genital mutilation still happens. Laws don't um, women um, as they should. Um, so it was a wonderful, wonderful conference. We had about 40 people, and it was a training. And so it was survivors there, and it also was other clinicians there. And it brought talked about the awareness of it. And so that's what STARS is. It's a global program that I will go literally wherever God leads around the world to train people how to deal with sexual assault, to train trainers, to train church leaders, to say how can you help your members who have experienced sexual assault where you don't have to be a clinician, you don't have to be a doctor, but if you provide safe spaces, if you provide support where people can just come and share, where you can pray with people, then I believe that God would be pleased if the kingdom, if houses of faith did that. And so um, that is the STARS program. Um, We're planning for 2019. Uh, um, 
We'll be going to another country that's not in the U.S. You'll see all of that on social media, where we're going. But I'm really excited that God has given me this um, mandate to help women um, heal from sexual assault. Amen. And um, is there like a, a, you have like a website? I know you talked about a Facebook page earlier, but how would they, someone find out more information about? First, let me back up, because I know that you, that's just one program, but what I have is that you're doing a lot more other things, and I'm not sure where you're going to list them all, <laughs> but just list with some of the different things that you are doing. And then after that, I want you to be able to just tell us where the, the people can get in contact with you, contact information, your website, anything like that. Um, well, for one, I am definitely, um, I am a, a you know a minister of the gospel, um, a counselor by trade and profession. Um, I, I still do that full time. I got five years and I can retire from that job, praise God. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. um but I do counseling and I do training pretty much. And so that is my, my niche. God has given me the ability to train and to teach. And so I'm an author as well, and so I'm an avid writer. And so what God downloads to me, um, I, I, you know, Miles Monroe said, you know, I want to die empty. So whatever God gives me, I put it in the earth because there's no need of you having all these gifts and talents and you hold them into yourself. Um, it's for the body. It's for the edification of Christ. And so that is what I do. And um, God gives me these things. You know, honestly, um, being on radio and talking, and most people wouldn't know, like, I'm very I'm very shy. You know, but people wouldn't realize, like, real Serena, you coming on here and talk, but God, I pray, and God gives me the strength to be able to go and to do it. And so to see more about what I do, to see how you can become a part, because um I need help. I can't do this alone. And so um, I had people go with me to Nigeria, and so that was definitely a blessed experience. And my website, you can see all what I do. And my website is, of course, www, and it's my name, com, and that's T-A-R-I-N-N-A, Ali, that's O as in Oscar, L-L-E-Y.com. And so... I train um, in what we call the marketplace, and, of course, I train in houses of faith just as well because people in the world need the same message that we're getting in the kingdom. And so um, God graces me to be able to speak on corporate settings as well, um, to share messages of hope, uh, to talk about emotions, to talk about mental health, um, because everybody's not coming to church. That's just the reality right. of it. Right. God still loves everybody, and so he wants us to be able to be all things to all people. And so we should be able to speak to people beyond just the church lingo. Um, we should be able to speak to people in the grocery store, because that's where real ministry is, out amongst the people. And so um, God just has given little old me um assignment to do it in the whole big world. <laughs> so. Right, I'm really right. excited to share with you all. Amen. Um, Veronica, do you have a thing? Hello? Okay. All right. Uh, I'm here. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm fine. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. Did you have anything else? Any more questions? Yes. I actually just have one more thing, um, Tarina, and mm-hmm. it's just um, your closing. So, um, what is one, if you had just 30 seconds to share with someone the importance of what you do and, and to reach that one person, to save that one person, what would you tell all of us and what would you tell the world right now? Well, I would really tell, and this is a, a really great question, and it may sound really um, simple, you know, the phrase, but it definitely is that you can overcome no matter what you experience. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, if you go to my bio, if you hear me talk in person, Veronica would tell you I'm pretty transparent. Um, sometimes yeah. it's like, Lord, you want me to say it like that? But that's the way he gave it to me. But because people are dealing with some real issues. Yeah. You know, I've spent the last 15 years I work in the criminal justice, you know, doing counseling and case management. And so people are dealing with some real things. And so I'm in even an environment every single day where people are really straightforward, people are very honest, and that is my approach. Um, Because the enemy out here is very real. 
and he's coming to kill, steal, and destroy. And so we don't have time to pay patty cake uh, because it's, it's, it's that serious, and I take my assignment very seriously. But I would tell people that there is hope, um, that you are going to have problems in life. Um, I would definitely not sugarcoat that we can't share this gospel that, you know, it's going to be easy like Sunday morning every day because it's not. That's not the truth. And we can't share that kind of gospel. But we can say um, through Christ, um, through supports in the land, that you can come through situations. And a telltale sign of it is is that if you've gotten through something before, guess what? You can get through it again. And that's, that's just what I believe in my heart of hearts, that if you've gotten through that, that you definitely can get it through then. You may get some scrapes and bruises, and that's where I believe I come in to say that I don't want you to allow your painful situations to get you stuck because sometimes that happens, and I've been there, and I totally understand it, that it can, like, punch you in the stomach, and you're like, oh, gosh, this is a bit hard. But no matter what, no matter what, that through prayer, faith, belief, and you must utilize people to help you because sometimes you isolate. And so I would definitely tell anyone on the listeners tonight is that don't allow the enemy to trick your mind to not open your mouth and to get help because God has placed people in this earth that have exactly what you need, but the enemy wants to keep you alone and to keep you in your mind. You know, we battle in that mind a lot, and that's where the emotional piece comes in there, you know, but we have to learn to get outside of ourselves and allow the Holy Spirit to come dwell in our heart, um, because that's my personal testimony. That's what God did for me, and that's what he does every single day. So that would be the message that I would definitely say. Amen. You can get through it. Amen. Amen. Uh, actually, I, I know that we're running short on the time, and I'm, I'm pro- no, I, I promise. You guys, I got about seven more minutes if you guys, so I'm, I'm Okay. <laughs> Okay, Michael, you had mentioned about your books earlier, and um, one of the things I always try to do when someone has written a book, I want—I guess your books can be found at your website, or are they on some other type Absolutely. of? Absolutely, everything is. You can go through my website for everything, and if you click the resources tab on terrainaali.com, it'll take you to the page with um, I have T-shirts, I have books. Um, I have curricula that churches can use, and you can also, um, I would definitely want you guys to contact me, have me come in, do a training at your church. Um, I do corporate training just as well and on all things emotions. I actually just did a training for my church last night on emotional intelligence and what the survival say about that. Um, and so I definitely believe, and I know that I'm a good resource um, for people, and uh, please contact me. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, and I'm on Instagram. Everything is underneath of Tarina Ali. And so, um, but if you see some on my website, one my former name used to be Tarina Terrell, so you may see one of the books says Tarina Terrell. Um, but that still is me um, as far as one of my books. But um, all all of my information is all on um, my website. Okay. All right. Rhonda, you have any other questions? No, I think she's given it all to us. Tarina, we thank you so much for your time this evening. Thank you so much. Hopefully I have uh, done my part (laughs) for the show tonight. (laughs) We definitely got to get you covered because I feel, I mean, I feel not right, but there are a lot, quite, quite a few other questions I definitely want to ask you about, but we definitely okay. have to get you to come okay. back on when you have more time, and, uh, and continue to encourage you and the ministry that you're doing. Amen. Um, uh, and I mean, you're probably seeing all kinds of things going on right right now, not only in, in the uh, secular environment, but also within the body of Christ. So the ministry yeah. that you're doing is yeah. very important. Um, even for the, the pastors, because there's some pastors and preachers and bishops and apostles that need you right now to minister to them. And, you it's, know? and it's it's so funny that you have. It's not funny. It's 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 uh, even when we open the call up and pray. I'm very sensitive to the spirit of God, and so even with you, I just want to even encourage you to continue to doing what you're doing, because um, I don't believe for you that God has definitely some more things for you to do. 
Um, but that's a whole other conversation that we can have. Um, but I just want to encourage your heart on today. Um, but, but, yes, that is one in my heart to work with the leaders of the church because the training that I did last night because um, clergy, because I'm a part of clergy just as well, it's a it's an insulated community, and it breaks my heart to hear when clergy have committed suicide, when clergy mm. um, encourage the people share and to be honest when we won't do that ourselves and we cannot um extend to others what we're not going to do and that clergy must be able to trust somebody and you must be able to trust people in the earth and yes god is wonderful and god is gracious but i tell people all the time if your heart was aching if the uh the doctor said you need a heart doctor you would go to the cardiologist and so if you have the issues of the mind god has placed us in particular me people like me on the earth to be able to help and who will not share what a person shares with us and that's another thing is that trust is there is that who can i confide in who can i share my innermost feelings that when i'm on the pulpit and i'm giving this fiery message, but I'm preaching it, and I don't even believe what I'm preaching. That is just, <laughs> you know, a reality. And so I, that is my goal, where I want to go and sit with the pastors, the deacons, the elders, and give them, because they have to be equipped to deal with the sheep. And Amen. so um, I definitely do trainings for that. And so please contact me. <laughs> um we can definitely have a conversation, and we can see how we we can um, make bring my services to definitely um, so many different houses of faith worldwide. Amen. Do you want to before you go? Did you want to give uh, a, a church shout out, uh, shout out to the church you belong to? Or are you good? Um, I can't. There's no issue. I, I uh, bishop is Bishop Elect Sherman D. Farmer, who I love very dearly. Was a great man okay. of God. And I attend New Gibeah Ministries for Christ, um, effectively known as Cathedral on the Hill. And so um, you have to have a shepherd. I definitely believe. I'm not a long ranger um, clergy. <laughs> you got to have a covering. <laughs> and so yeah, right, I definitely right. have my spiritual covering, which is so very important. Amen. Amen. Well, we definitely thank you, you know, uh, <laughs> One time, but we we good. You got to you got to do what you got to do. But thank you for joining us uh, on the broadcast and with Christmas Speak Talk Radio, Amen. Um, and we pray that you uh, have a blessed rest of the, the night. And thank you for coming on. Um, looking thank you forward all. to hear you, you coming back. Okay. Thank you God so much. You. I'll definitely come back and do the full hour. Y'all have a good night. All right. You too. All right. Bye. Hey. Amen. Real quick, everyone. Again, you listen to When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. This is Friday Night Joy. Amen. I have a smorgasbord of uh, guests here today that the young lady just just listened to was Tarina Allen, Minister Tarina Allen. Um, I think we have uh, Veronica Burnett is also with me. She's my co-host, and she's doing an awesome job. Yeah, with my hand, hand clap. Awesome job, Veronica. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm corny. Yeah, I know. But anyway, um, we, I, I believe that um, Maya uh, Figueroa Clark is with us. Amen. I believe that she's online within it. Uh, uh, Maya, are you with us? I am. Okay. Am I, can you, cool. can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. We can. Um, Amen. Awesome. Amen. Oh, good. So uh, Maya has some. It's just, I, I was looking over her bio, man. I was like, wow. She has some inter- interesting things that's going on. She's a certified life coach, um, um, clinical therapist, uh, professional speaker. And they, if I'm not mistaken, they call you the love doctor? They call the me the expert. love expert. Yes, love yes, expert. yes. But I've also <laughs> been called the love doctor, lady love, a love mama. I've been called a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're excited about having you today. Of course, this is the month of February, which is Valentine's Day, so it's all fitting and everything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Veronica, we're going to do like we did last time. We're going to just get right into it. Uh, uh, again, um, I hope I'm, uh, Maya, right? It's Myra, but you can call me Myra. 
my my uh okay well um again welcome to the broadcast of when christmas be talk radio veronica let's get started <laughs> amen you got hello are you there you got questions i'm sorry i keep muting my phone because there's so much noise going on over here oh okay 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 good evening myra hello veronica how are you Hi. Don't you just love how she rolls the R's? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was a, a, a so, Island Jamaica thing going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. so, so, Marva, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got coined the love expert, please. Yeah, so I'm Maida Figueroa Clark, and I am a healthily uh, joyfully married woman of 10 years, and I got married uh, just 10 years ago uh, in my mid-30s, and uh, I was single, and when you're single in the church after 27, people start giving you the side eye, you know, <laughs> and you start right. feeling the side eye as well, right, and so, right. you know, you serve in everything, right, you're the youth minister, you're the choir director, you're the usher, you you make communion every Saturday, for Sunday service, and um, suddenly you realize you're 28, you're 29, you're 30, you're 31, and you're still single, and the singles ministry is all in their 20s, and you're sitting there at 32. And so, um, you know, there was a few of us who were still single, and we would get together and um, and pray for our husbands, right? And then um, I, I just branched off and decided to really get radical with my walk with God and being intentional about dating and being intentional about my next steps as a wife, even though I wasn't a wife. So I get married in my mid-30s, and I've been a coach prior to getting married. I was, I was a joyful coach, by the way. I, was, I worked for, um, I, worked for I mean, I, I, I worked on positive psychology. I, I'm, I'm in the mental health field by, by trade, and suddenly I kept getting asked to come speak at different retreats and brunches and conferences and what I was asked to be to speak on, not on positive psychology of which I was an expert on, but on love. Like, okay, so talk to us how you got married. Talk to us what did you do to get married. Talk to us about what were your thoughts when you were so I was like, Oh, I just picked up my journal and started sharing my journal and then one day I was um sitting there with I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kim Cole's we were on a live, and one of the guys was like, oh, Kim Coase is on here. But wait, Maida Figueroa, the love expert, is here too. <laughs> and I was like, oh. And <laughs> <laughs> so, since that point, I've been the love expert. And my husband says that I'm not the true love expert, that it is he. So, you know, that's up <laughs> for debate. But Amen. But yeah, that's how I became the love expert. And ever since then, I've devoted uh, my time to really being the voice of the single woman. Wow. Mm. Amen. So you um, mentioned something about. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Please go. You mentioned about um, you got intentional about uh, mm-hmm. becoming a wife. So even mm-hmm. before you met your husband, you started the work of becoming a wife? Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. What does that look like? That, yeah, I think we all need to, like, you don't become a doctor after you get a degree, right? You work on becoming a doctor. You go to school, you get training, you, you do your fellowship, right? All of those things is preparing you to be that physician. It's the same thing with wifehood, but I think that we've forgotten that. You know, in the scriptures in Romans 12, it says, do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but transform your mind, right? You know, and so Mm -hmm. it's like, how are you transforming your mind? What are you thinking about? You know, it also Mm -hmm. um, says, I believe it's in Philippians, it says, you know, uh, yeah, it says, uh, you know, sisters, you know, what, uh, what is, true, what is noble, what is right, what is pure, what is lovely, what is admirable, what is excellent, what is praiseworthy, right? And then the Bible says what? Think on these things. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it has to do with your mindset, 
you know, my sister minister, Ali, um, who was right before me, she talked about a lot about managing your emotions. And, and, I, and I totally agree with that. The scripture speaks on how we should be managing our mind. And so that's what I started doing. I, I went ahead and, and um, I got on a weight loss management. I started managing my debt. And um, I, I, I'm proud to say that when my husband put a ring on my finger, I was 60 pounds um, released. Uh, I was completely zero debt. You know, I um, had worked really hard on my prayer life and my walk, my boundaries, um, all of those things. I made sure that I was hosting dinners at my house. I was preparing myself for the job, quote, unquote, that God has called me to be, and that was to be a wife. A lot of women think, oh, I want to be a wife, I want to be a wife, but you're sitting at home watching Netflix all day long, and then you're not being intentional. Being intentional is opening up yourself. You know, like Jesus went up to his disciples, and he, you know, they're like, look, we've been out here, we've been fishing all day, there's nothing out here, right? They were like, I'm done, I'm rolling it in. You know, and, and, and fish, fishing was their livelihood, right? That's the way they got money. That's the way they fed their families. They traded. They bartered. And what did Jesus say? Mm-mm. Cast your net on that side. And, and that's what I always challenge my women to do. It's, it's not about just walking this walk as being a Christian, but it, it, it's when you're feeling exhausted, and what I call dating fatigue, right, when you're like, I'm done, there's no good men out here, I'm meant to be Paula, you know, God has meant for me to be single, and I'm like, is it true? Do you really feel that? If not, cast your net on the left. Mm-hmm. Open up your horizon. Expand your territory, sister. Those are the things preparing your life and your mind to what God has for you. And I believe if you were meant to be a wife or a husband, he has placed that in your heart already. That's true. Amen. Amen. Uh, my question is, uh, what are some tips you can share with our listeners today to prepare for the upcoming Valentine's Day as well? And I think you've been talking about dating in general. You've been talking about that already. Uh because you know, sometimes as a man, sometimes we miss the mark. <laughs> yeah, <You know>? yeah. <laughs> I didn't say that on the air, did I? Yeah, I did. Okay, well, well. Yeah, sometimes we miss the mark. So, so what? Are, what? What are some tips? What kind of tips? I said listen, but I'm actually I'm talking about the brothers. What kind of tips you can give the brothers? Okay, so I'm going to give some for the brothers, and then I'm going to give some for the sisters. Are you okay. ready? <laughs> yes, ma'am. All right, so brothers, take risks. I think there's nothing more attractive than a confident man who's not afraid to walk up to a woman and say, I would love to take you out for coffee. I would like to get to know you better, right? Taking that risk, one, it allows the woman who's receiving that to know, like, okay, this man is, he's confident, no? And the other thing, it, it brings a sense of safety to your, to your sisters. We, as Christian women, have worked hard to keep our minds fixed on Jesus, to keep our bodies pure, right? And so we get hit on all the time. I tell brothers, I said, if you say, I tell my husband that. I have a big old fat ring on my finger, and I get hit on at least three times a week. And, but I'm getting hit on by men in the world. I want to get a date by a man who loves Jesus, a man who's going to be a, my leader. So, one, take more risks. It's okay to ask somebody out. And don't be afraid if she says, no, not right now. And take that for it is, you know. Not right now means not right now. It means maybe. It means let's go. Maybe another time. You know, I would say, too, you know, uh, be authentic. There's nothing like someone being so real. Like, okay, um, you walked into this room, and I'm trying to figure out what suave thing I can say to get to know you better. 
if you do that for a woman, we will be like, oh, man, he's so honest. There's nothing like an authentic, honest man. Yeah? And I think last, right? And then the last tip, you know, I would say be courageous and be curious. Um, You know, so many times, uh, you know, you walk in, there's like four or five women, you see one that's super attractive, and you like, forget it. I'm not going to do this. It's too many of her girlfriends. It's too scary, right? Uh, and so I would say be courageous and be curious. Say, you know, I, I, wonder, I wonder if you'll be up for, you know, going dancing on a dance floor with me and, you know, walking towards her and saying something like that. Um, and, and it does take a lot of courage. And I realize that I have three brothers myself. I'm raising a boy. And of course, I have an amazing, very opinionated husband. And so I get that it is not easy. But I think for so long, women have seen that if they take initiative, they can get somewhere. But women of God want to be led. Right. Women of God need, need, need to be led. And so the more risk that a man takes, easier it is for us to follow. So those are my tips for my men. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) I said men, plural, right? My brothers. Not just you, Pastor. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think for my sisters, you know, I, I think for my sisters is, is you know, get softer. Um, we are hard. You know, we have, especially when you're over 35, you're in the height of your career, you're doing so well for yourself, you're leading this church or this ministry or this, and we forget that we are meant to be nurturers and that God created us to be nurturers, and that is really our natural state. However, we have taken the lead in so many areas that we become more masculine energy than we are feminine energy. And so I charge my sisters to work on igniting and fanning into flame that feminine energy. And how do you do that? I'm so glad you asked, Veronica. You do that by going into your joy joint. Like you really understanding joy joints, like your joints, like okay. you know knees and elbows, okay. mm-hmm. right? Because those are the things that link you to your feminine energy. Finding out what is it that brings you pure joy. The little things, the big things, right? Getting to know yourself and seeing what brings you the most joy, what makes you giggle even when you're not trying to, what makes you smile automatically. Like for me, swinging on a swing does that for me. Eating ice cream off of a cone does that for me, right? It's an automatic smile. Dancing salsa in the middle of my living room for no apparent reason brings me ultimate joy. And so what I do is I inject these joy joints throughout my week because when your level of joy is high, your level of femininity is also high. And then you start attracting that masculine energy that God has out there for you. Because if you're constantly doing business and forgetting your joy, then it raises up testosterone. And people, a lot of people don't really know this, but for women it raises up testosterone and it raises our stress levels and it allows us to feel like, look like, and smell like a man to another man. So once you lower those masculine energy, the testosterone, and you turn up, if you will, or ignite, if you will, the feminine flame, then you start attracting masculine energy, which is what you want. It's a known fact that stressed-out men become more passive and stressed-out women become more aggressive. Stressed-out men become more... More passive. More passive. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And brother, I mean, speak up to this because when you are stressed out, do you just want to retreat, sit back, and not touch anything because <laughs> you're yeah. tired? Yeah, yeah, I can see that with men. They they mm-hmm. go into hibernation or go into their man cave or whatever mm-hmm. just to uh, right get away from things. Yes, by all means. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You you've given us a lot of tips for uh, both men and women. A lot to think about. So for men, I just want to recap: take risks, be authentic, and be courageous. And for women, mm-hmm. become softer and get in touch with our joy joints, those things that bring us joy and make us giggle. Um, I I like that a lot. I do. I like that a lot. So if someone wanted to work with you and learn more about what you do and, like, really get intentional about finding love and becoming softer and um, being more courageous to take risks, how can they work with you and what can you do to help them? Especially the, mm. the single, independent woman <laughs> like myself. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That's who I work with, though, because, you know, how mm-hmm. God has had it is I attract who I was. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like my work I know you have a home. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, as he says, my work will not be in vain in you. So I have a few mm-hmm. things coming up. Um, the way anyone could get in touch with me, I am Maida, the love expert, on all of my platforms. So on Instagram, on Twitter, and on Facebook, I am Maida, the love expert. My website is all the W's, MaidaFigueroa-Clark.com, or all the W's for SingleWomenOnly.com. Connect you to the same website. And I have a few things coming up. Huh. So Saturday, we are doing I Candy Are You Marriage Material Conference. Okay. Yes. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> and that right in your face. Is, yes, absolutely. And that conference is tomorrow. And we're going to do a lot of work on what, um, what Dr. Buckingham is calling um, spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. And just speak of that inner warfare that happens. So that's tomorrow, right here in the DMV at the Harborside Hotel. And if you use my code, which is the Love Expert, you'll get a um, um, a two four kind of ticket. The other thing that I have coming up is on Sunday is a free webinar for Christian men and women who really want to get the insight. If online dating it will work for them, and I'll go through all the things they need to do of how to set up an online site to figure out what the statistics are, how to make sure that they are attracting exactly who they want to attract and not just any crazy person, yeah, and then yeah. I know right? I know <laughs> and then I have a program that is starting in March and it's called Intended for Him, and it's a co-ed group for men and women, single men and women, who really are looking to prepare themselves for husband or wife, and the him is God. So the intended for him is a play on words. My husband gave me that, by the way, and it's a play on words, but it really just takes you step by step of how to love yourself, be authentically you, how to change your mindset, and the skills and techniques, the hard skills and techniques that you need to get back out there and be an effective, classy, confident dater. Wow. This is going to be actually really, really powerful. And so many of us, especially those who have gone through divorce or really, really uh, mm-hmm. tough breakups, we do get um, – afraid and quite timid about starting again. I know myself, the thought of it, like a few years ago, the thought of meeting someone and going out again with someone made me physically ill. And so wow. at that point, I just said, oh, yeah, my stomach turned and everything. And so at that point, I said, you know, I'm not ready. But there are some people who continue on with that for years and years and years, and they just get comfortable in that space. Um, but intended for him and some of your other um, programs that you have going on and the the work that you do with people, that helps them get past that barrier in their heads and 
to develop the confidence and, and the new mindset and the skill set to actually get out there and be okay dating again, you know, be okay emotionally again to date. So I think yes, that's what, um, yes. what you do is awesome for, even if you don't get married, just be confident again, you know. Yes. Um, that goes a long way in so many different areas in, in life and in business and any relationship that you have, and that can be platonic and, you know, familiar and all of that, just being confident in who you are and so many of us lack that. Um, so I think it's um, awesome what you do, Myra, and I thank you so oh. much for using your gifts to do this and help people. Oh, man, thank you so much. for. I love this platform. I have such a heart for um, single professional women, really, really have a heart for them. And, um, you know, whatever I can do and however I can do it, that's why most of my webinars are free because I just want to pour in and give to whomever needs it, you know, whoever wants Mm -hmm. it needs it. And I know that matters of the heart are hard. Matters of the heart are not easy you know when you have had your heart broken and trampled on it is hard Mm -hmm. for you to put it back on a plate and you know try to trust again and that's why I ask men all the time be courageous and risk because a lot of the walls that we see in women have little to do with the actual man in front of them and everything to do with the 15 men behind her you see what I mean Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, if we could get past the other men who are behind her and see her for who she is, wow, you will be a blessing to that woman. <laughs> okay. This is, I, I got to admit, this, this uh, is making me uncomfortable, okay? Because oh, my. I, I, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> so It'll be me, transparent. Can, can, can you tell me, thank you so much. See, this is the love I love. I love authentic men. Can you tell me what about it is making you uncomfortable? Because um, I'm, I'm single again um, mm-hmm. after being married for umpteen amount of years and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I have gone out and dated, but I've always felt that uncomfortable part of not knowing uh what to do or what to say, or I feel mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm off. I feel like that I have been off my game, so to speak. Yeah. You know, you know, back in the day, I was like, you know, able to communicate. Now it's like, um, um, <laughs> uh, I like your shoes. <laughs> uh, you know, it'd be like, who is this guy, right? No, but um, no. So the, yeah, it's making me a little because uh, I'm, I'm listening to you talk and listening to you uh, give out the. It's, your advice is really good and everything. I mean, it's it's on point, you know. And it is it is a situation of being more courageous uh, mm-hmm. than everything. But sometimes being that being that type of courageous, and I think what it is, I think I believe this way. I don't mean to take up all the time because I want you to talk more, not me. But mm-hmm. I think what it is. I think what it is is that uh, um, after you've gone through that type of hurt, uh, your your alarm system or your walls are up, and you don't want to yeah. go through that kind of thing again. And I, and if I could dare say, not only are your walls up, right, but your confidence is down. Yeah. You know, you're like, man, if I messed up on that, then, you know, I have one sister who kept saying I had a failed marriage. and I And I keep saying to her, it's not a failed marriage. It's an ended. Your marriage ended. But when you put that word fail in it, you feel mm-hmm. like a failure in it. Mm-hmm. And that's how you say it. It's exactly your mind. Back to that mm-hmm. scripture, you know, in Philippians, where it says, you know, brothers and sisters, whatever is noble, whatever is excellent, whatever is true, whatever right. is lovely, whatever is admirable. Think right. on these things, right? And when we're thinking that we're a failure, when we're thinking that this won't happen for us, and we're thinking we're not good at it, then that is against God's will. God wants you to think on what is true and what is pure and what is lovely and what is admirable and what is excellent. That's the God we serve. That's the thought process he expects from his people. Mm-hmm. 
Amen. We're we're almost out of time. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. But uh, my my other question, my other question, and then I'm gonna turn it back. Ronnie, I know I'm talking, to, but uh, um, how do men and women? Um, and I know you talked about being courageous, but what are other things that they can do as far as being able to um, feel that connected person? And especially because there are people out here, and I know, mm-hmm. so I know I'm not the only brother out here, or I know quite mm-hmm. quite a few sisters out here too that are really struggling um, to get back into the groove of a relationship or dating, and especially mm-hmm. as believers. Because there's, mm-hmm. there's there's restrictions on us on things that we can't do <laughs> and things that we can't do. So what 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 mm-hmm. else do you have to offer them? Well, I always say the best gift that you can give yourself, your God, and your future spouse is being the best version of yourself. So really working on. So I would say take an inventory of who you are. Look at four areas of your life: your vocation your mental health, your physical health, and your financial health. Look at those four areas and think, is there anything in those areas that you can improve on? Do you you have a lot of debt that you can start getting rid of? Is there some extra weight around your tummy that you could probably work on? Are you happy at your job? And would your job be conducive to a married life? Right? And to become the best version of yourself, whatever that looks like. Each person, it looks differently. Maybe the best version is that you're praying more. Maybe the best version is that you're spending less. Maybe the best version is that you're taking up a dance class. Become the best of who you are. Because the better you are and the better you feel about you, then you will start attracting someone who is at their best, right? Amen. So, you know, a 10 does not attract a number one. Mm-hmm. Tens attract tens. Okay. So my advice is always be your 10. And your 10 looks different than my 10. But be your 10, and that's the gift that you give your future spouse is your best, is your best yeah. version of you mentally, physically, emotionally, Financially, best version of you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Veronica? This was some good stuff else? tonight. Yeah, it is. Mark, I have notes all over toes. my paper. <laughs> like my, my toes are being stepped on. Okay. Before I close out, I just, one of my favorite scriptures to quote to my sisters. One of my favorite scriptures to quote to my sisters is in my favorite book of the Bible, Isaiah. Isaiah 49. Yes, yes, right? Uh, Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. I love this scripture. Mm -hmm. And and, and please, you know, anyone who's listening, read the whole thing. But Isaiah 43 in verse 18, it says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. And then in 19, God says, see, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? You know, and so I think so many times our hurts from our past relationships, we hold on to as if they were like some kind of medal or gift. But God says, forget the formal things and don't dwell on it because I'm doing a new thing. There's a new woman for you. There's a new man for you. You are a new creation. There's a new life for you. This is a new love story. And I really encourage my women and men who come to me to to really grasp that, that this is new. We're not going to sit and keep looking at the past, but we're going to see what God has for our future. Amen. 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 Again, everyone, you've been listening to When Christians Speak Talk Radio. This has been Friday Night Joy. Amen. I've been the host, Reverend Ray, and my co-host, Veronica uh, Burnett, has been with me. It's been an awesome experience. I want to thank yeah. um, my sister, Clark, here, man. Man, you are awesome. Uh, yeah, you, you, <laughs> you are awesome. Thank yeah. you. 
<laughs> yeah, you got to come back too. Amen. We got to get you to come back till you have more time and just just go all all out and probably get some brothers to call in or something like that and ask the question you always want to ask. Amen. But um, we are grateful for your time. We thank you again for joining us on When Christmas Speak Talk Radio. Amen. Um, you, for those that are listening through the different platforms, iHeartRadio and so forth, you'll be able to listen to it again in probably about 20 minutes. That's when they finish doing the, the upload and downloading to the different platforms. We want to thank you for all those who listen to different countries. This doesn't apply only for those that's in America, but it's also applied for those around the world, amen, mm-hmm. uh, that are going through struggles of, of, of relationships of any kind and everything. Uh, I'm going to let um, Sister Veronica have the last word, and she's going to pray us out. Amen. And, and mm-hmm. um, again, uh, Sister Clark, thank you again. I appreciate you coming on. You said a lot. You were stepping on my toes. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. They, I guess they need to be stepped on, right? <laughs> I guess they need to be stepped on. So I, I have to go back and revamp and redo Ray and stuff like that. So, okay, dude, what's up like that? You know, what's up? What, what's the plan? You know? Call me. I will set you up. I will make sure you walk away confident and classy and ready. Okay. I I will do just that. I promise. Amen. Amen. So go ahead, before we give it over to Veronica, go ahead and give us your um, contact information, your Facebook page, anything else you'd like to share. Yeah. So I'm on Facebook. Oh. Go ahead, Margaret. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I'm on Facebook, Maida Figueroa Clark, um, or Maida the Love Expert, and that's M-A-Y-R-A, the Love Expert. I'm also all over um, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as Maida the Love Expert. Amen. And, um, okay, Ronnie, you can close this out. And plus, you got a a workshop tomorrow, too, Veronica? Yes, I do. We got a conference. Oh, not me. Okay, go ahead. Go. No, but I'm... I'm the keynote speaker tomorrow at Christ Chapel in um, Woodbridge, Virginia, and I'm the keynote speaker for their single parents Valentine's Day conference where we'll be talking about the mind, body, and soul. So I'll be talking about money and emotions. How about that? Mm-hmm. And you can find a lot of information about um, my upcoming conference in March, on March 16th, and my soon-to-start um, weekly Facebook live called Let's Talk About It next Thursday at 1 p.m., so about 15 minutes. So you can find me at Veronica B. Speaks on Facebook, um, and you can find me at Veronica underscore Burnett on Instagram. And so mm-hmm. if there's not anything else, I'll go ahead and pray us out, Reverend Bray. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. All right. Lord, we just thank you for today. We thank you for everything that we've experienced all week long and throughout the this year so far, God, we thank you for all the lives that have been touched and those that will be changed through this ministry. Um, we thank you, Lord God, for Sister Tarina and for Sister Myra for lending us tonight their expertise and their information, Lord God. I pray, God, that you bless their ministries ten oh. and a hundredfold, Lord God. Yes, we God. thank you, Lord God, for the mindsets that will be changed, God. We thank you for the new relationships that will be built and formed in your name and to your glory. Mm-hmm. God. We thank you for everything, God. We bless your holy and righteous name, God. We thank you for all the listeners, and we pray, God, that those who um, are led that will sow into the different ministries, Lord God, that your name will be glorified and edified. It's in Jesus' name that we pray, and we thank you. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. Thank Veronica, you. you did Have good. a great one. You too. That means, Ronnie, you can do it next Have time by night. yourself. God bless you. I'll talk to you later. God, God bless you. Bless you. Bye. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon 
for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, I want to introduce our newest broadcast that joined us in 2018, The Marriage Takeover, The Body of One, hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. They will be addressing a wide range of topics that will serve to encourage you and to strengthen your marriage. So remember that's every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, The Marriage Takeover. Over the body of one. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. So all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Oh, give 